Yeah. It's Thanksgiving week. And it's back door cover. With Can't Miss Mitch. Hit it again. Let's go. Three wow. Times. Wow. That's big. Three high porns. It's Micah. It's Brad. It's Wednesday morning. It's time for Backdoor Cover with Can't Miss Mitch and the Algorithm Picks of the Week. Gentlemen, how are you? Hanging, bro. Mitch, how are you doing? How was your trip to Houston? It was great. We're finally recovered, and uh, it was a fun day with uh, Titan High Boys. Garza's uh, stash and mullet combination, really something special. Spectacular, and our seats, we were second row because they blocked off the first 10 rows right behind the end zone. It's pretty fun. Were you dressed up as Bill Belichick? Did I see that? I was... I was dressed up as Bill Belichick. Uh-huh. Absolutely. I had my cutoff hoodie with my sweatpants, was yelling at the players. Cam saw us. He heard us. Oh, really? He looked up. Oh, I mean, you could hear everything. How many they people could hear were there, everything. Like, how many? How close were the nearest people to you? There your was group? four of us and maybe 10 other people. <laughs> but, like, clo- who was the closest? Like, in proximity, like, rows away? There was you- a... I stepped in somebody's nachos because we were in the same row, and that was pretty funny. Literally walked in, he saw the Bill Belichick, and my foot just went right into his plastic cheese. Well, that pretty much sums up the week for us. We stepped in nachos last week. We absolutely stepped in nachos last week. Okay. Micah, are you alive over there? Oh, yeah, I'm here. Okay, good. I'm here. I did not step in any nachos. Uh, I've been, uh, I'm back from a trip to Yonkers, New York, Yonkers. and we are back to get this podcast, Mitch. I, I, let's start. Well, let me start with some good news. Uh, Derek Mason, the head coach at Vanderbilt says that he's reached out to the women's soccer team to see if Sarah Fuller can kick for them. Oh shit. Quote, we'll see. She's an option. I can tell you she's got a strong leg. <laughs> So if Mizzou plays Vandy and they start a, a female kicker, I it's just the best thing. They what could was the movie have. in the eighties with the the female kicker? It was like Sandy Program. Crawford. No, I'm oh, not, no, no, like no. unnecessary Program. roughness or something. Unnecessary roughness. What a uh, film! The Texas State Armadillos. That's a great movie. What a film! A great movie. Who was One the actress the in that? Movies. Do you remember? Was it Cindy Crawford? Yeah. No, no, no. it was. Uh, oh, shit, Whoever was the eighties babe was, she was yeah, spectacular. Supermodel. Let's hope Ooh. Vandy's got a, a equally attractive and marketable female kicker coming in this week. That's a great movie. It's yep. one of my favorite movies as a child. A really underrated sports movie. Necessary roughness. Uh, Kathy Ireland. That's it. Was. That's her. Sinbad is in that movie. Anyway, uh, we're going to get to the football, but you know, let's let's talk about it. This was not a great week for the Algo last week. Uh, we ended up winning Sunday night and winning Monday night. Thank God. Uh, so salvaging a week. What was our final final uh, tally? Four, Four and ten. Oof. Our first Minus losing six week. six last week. Yeah, I think we're still ten games over for the season. So, you know, that's good. That's better than What do you got to say, Mitch? I got, a, I got the, our bets at 56, 52, and 2, but I, I don't know that they exactly mirror what. Yeah, we're, we're, fi- we're 59 and 49. Right, because I put in some bets on Thursday nights and – Lines shift, bets change, or like your picks changed based on logo, and so that's why my my numbers are a little different than yours. But yeah, uh, we're we're fifty nine and forty nine though. 
The more impressive thing is we've made 108 bets this uh, season since week four, 56, 52, and two. That's a that's a, a heavy amount of wagering. I think I'd, that's safe to say it's the most bets I've ever made in my life in a short time span. So we're going Feels all in good. every week. When you week. bet every game. Yeah, and all in. Entire bankroll every week. So it's a good time. I've been having a lot of fun with this. I love it. I, right, actually, I actually bet every single game on <laughs> Sunday as well. Um, uh, uh, add an extra zero to, to that, which definitely hurt. But then Sunday night, we were watching the football game uh, over at Black Sheep, and I had put in a first score bet for Josh Jacobs plus 650 oh, damn. for a max bet of 400 bucks and that completely erased all of the whole wow. week was redeemed the whole completely so it was actually a really good week I went and picked up all my cash from my bookie um, so it ended up actually being <laughs> a good week for me uh, although the algo didn't have a good week you know um, it, it's interesting because just a few weeks back um, maybe three weeks ago, the algo went 10 and four. Mm-hmm. Um, we, we, you know, he, here's, here's the regression, but, um, we got, we got hosed a couple of games. I thought, I thought green Bay was in control of that game last week in the first half. That game looked really good. And, uh, the chargers man got burned again by a back door by the jets. You know, those two games, we would have at least finished at six and eight, not so bad, but, you know, a couple of games and, and, you know, we were right there and and it wouldn't have stung so bad, but you know, sometimes they just fall that way. Such is life in the gambling world. Absolutely. It happens. Indeed. We have a full slate of games this week. Uh, three Thursday night games, plus a Monday nighter, plus a Sunday nighter. All the buys this season are now over. So we've got football from here on out, tons of games, Let's kind of run through these a little bit quickly, especially the dog games, starting with the early game Thursday. The Detroit Lions, per usual, host uh, on Thanksgiving. The Houston Texans, who we just saw last week, Mitch saw up close and personal, uh, despite their terrible record, are three-point favorites at Detroit on Thanksgiving. Mitch, what does the algo say here? Uh, Well, yeah, first of all... um... New England didn't get any pressure on Watson whatsoever. And yeah. the few times they, they got close, he was quickly able to get out of that pocket. Uh, New England defensively was flat. They did nothing. There were zero turnovers in the game. So, you know, Watson, Watson looked very crisp. I'll tell you, I don't think he missed a throw, maybe a throw. But he looked really crisp. He had everything. Um, New England's D looked just absolutely abysmal. They couldn't get to uh, Deshaun. They, they just didn't do anything. Um, these teams, you know, it feels like they're going in different directions. Yeah. And although uh, Houston hasn't had the best record, it feels like they're a better team. 61% of the betting public is on Houston. Uh, everyone thinks Detroit does well on Thanksgiving. They always say don't bet against Detroit on Thanksgiving. Detroit's record on Thanksgiving isn't good, by the way, and it's never been good. It's a complete myth. Um, take the Texans here. I like the Texans. The Algo likes the Texans winning 23-17. to 17. Um, I think Detroit's still banged up on offense. Um, like I said, these teams are going two different directions. Houston should get the W. Nice. Okay. 
Good deal. Uh, one thing I want to remind people, that game actually starts at 11.30 Central Time, 12.30 Eastern. So if you normally wait till right before kickoff to get your fantasy team in order to place your bets, don't screw that up and, and miss the start time for by 30 minutes this week. Uh, okay, good. So we like the Texans there. Three points of value on the algo. Moving on to another dog game. The damn Dallas Cowboys coming off of a win for some reason. Uh, host the Washington football team. The Cowboys, for some reason, are three-point favorites uh, with Andy Dalton, who is 3-16 and 16 in his last 19 games. The Cowboys' strength coach died yesterday at the facility. What? Uh, yes, the Cowboys did not practice. Uh, I mean, I don't know what that does to the organization. It's kind of crazy. The strength coach was only like 52 years old, former NFL player, dude in great shape. Mm. Uh, anyway, Cowboys, for some reason, a three-point favorite against Washington. Mitch, are the Cowboys going to ruin my family's Thanksgiving? What does that mean? They ruin as in lose, or do you want them like to lose? Yeah. And that would be What good. is your rooting well, you, interest what, here, Michael? Yeah, what, what, I don't yeah, know. I don't know what your rooting interest is. I don't know either. Just <laughs> just find a way to disappoint us. Here's, here's, the, uh, here's the easy answer. Yes. They will ruin it regardless yes. of what your uh, rooting interest is. This game is going to point. It's going to be terrible to watch. We're going to put a bunch of money on it, so it'll be fun. Yeah, Dave Ruff Dallas. has been talking. Dave Ruff has been talking about how the Cowboys are going to ruin his Thanksgiving since like week two. He's like, "Oh God, they're going to ruin Thanksgiving again." <laughs> that was when they're they? still like, fun. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it, mildly. Go ahead, Mitch. Um, crazy. Uh, Dallas, you know. They converted five of 11 third downs in Minnesota. Minnesota's defense hasn't been great. They, they're, they're not good. And so Dallas clearly, you know, uh, they, they did very well last week uh, and um, got the cover. You know, Dallas on Thanksgiving scares me. Uh, the Algo doesn't know it's Thanksgiving, by the way. Um, it doesn't eat. Oh, which, yeah. You know, it just eats numbers. It's not going to have any turkey. Just gobble um, spread. I would love. I would love to bet Dallas here. I. I, I would. I, I. I. kind of feel like Dallas has a really good chance of winning this game. Um, I don't know if they're going to get it done. The Algo doesn't think so. The Algo has Washington winning outright, twenty-four to twenty-one. This is a much different defensive line against a banged-up O-line that they're going to face and look, Washington, they are tough on defense. Yeah. Um, if you're riding with the algo, you got to ride with Washington. This is probably a three point game either way. Um, but if you're riding with the algo, take the skins. Six points of value on the skins, according to the algo or well, the football team, we should say, um, I don't know. I, I think the Cowboys find a heartbreaking way to lose this one. I, I'm right on with the algo here. All right, and then the, the, the Thursday night, the final game, uh, Thursday night, Thanksgiving night, which is the big blockbuster, uh, very much sort of in question. Baltimore has yeah, a do we, COVID Yeah, is outbreak. this happening? It is as of right now. Uh, I'm on NFL.com, and the plan is to, to play it. There's rumors that Baltimore will fly to Pittsburgh the day of the game. Uh, that's what the Ravens are now considering. That's according to NFL.com, so that's a real report which would be different. I, I don't know why they would do that, just as opposed to to stay on schedule. That would adjust their pregame plans. Uh, positive 
COVID test. Uh, four Ravens players have landed on the COVID list. Uh, that includes uh, running backs Mark Ingram and J.K. Dobbins, defensive lineman Brandon Williams, and outside linebacker Pernell McGee or McPhee. Okay. Uh, additionally, th- staff members have also tested positive. The Steelers come in undefeated, 10 0. They've already beaten Baltimore at Baltimore. Now they host the Ravens, who are at least going to be, you know, shorthanded in some ways, especially at the rain back position. Uh, let's assume this game does happen. I'm currently seeing a five point Baltimore uh, line here, or Pittsburgh being favored, I'm sorry, against Baltimore at home. Mitch, what's the algo say? Yeah, you know, that line opened up at one and a half, and obviously with the injuries, that line has moved to four. Um, I still don't think it's enough, and I'm going to side with the algo. The algo loves Pittsburgh to win 27-21. This is a really good football team. That is a big number, division rivalry, but I think Pittsburgh is going to get it done, and they've got a lot of extracurricular activities around this COVID. We've seen teams before uh, that have struggled coming back from some sort of COVID protocol, not practicing, just not being crisp. Um, I like Baltimore to, uh, I'm sorry, Pittsburgh to continue that trend. 60% of the betting public uh, is on Pittsburgh. And I think the majority are right on. I really like this Pittsburgh game. I hope it happens so I can hammer the Steelers. Yeah, that's my take. This is probably the best game of the week, right? On paper, especially. Uh, especially uh, for tomorrow's games. Uh, this one, yeah, I mean, th- this is a, a great rivalry. Baltimore has lost, I think, two of three, or maybe two in a row, and they're sneaky in trouble here if they don't. If they don't, this is kind of a must-win for Baltimore. Um, should be fun, assuming it happens. Uh, I, I like your reasoning, Mitch. I like the algo. I'm excited to watch this one. Brad, I don't know what your thoughts are, and I I think a 27-21 game sounds just about right to me. Yeah, Ravens lost uh, to Tennessee last week, I believe, and I'm looking here to see. Yeah, in overtime, Pittsburgh uh, kicked the shit out of somebody last week. We thought that they might kind of overlook Baltimore, but they they stepped up and kicked the shit out of Jacksonville. And then the week before, the Ravens went down to the Patriots, which is pretty much unforgivable. So, yeah, I I mean, I'm all over the Steelers in this game. Wish we could have got it at plus, uh, one and a half, but if four and a half is good too. I'll take it. I think it's good value. All right, moving on. Uh, speaking of Jacksonville, the Jaguars host Cleveland in another shitty game. Don't look now, but Cleveland's got a pretty good record. Uh, they still Cleveland. stink, though, in my opinion. Uh, Cleveland is a six and a half point road favorite at Jacksonville. The big news today is that Jacksonville is benching uh, Vladimir Luton and Mike Glennon is in it at, as the starter this week. Uh, the veteran for Jacksonville as uh, Gardner Minshew still out with thumb injury. Okay. And Jake Vladimir Luton, never to, never to see an NFL field again. Uh, the field Jags again. Are, uh, are Luton-free? They are. <laughs> yes. Thank you. Uh, Cleveland, six and a half. I mean, you can't feel comfortable if you're betting on Cleveland and giving up six and a half, but... What's the algo say about this one? The algo has a really close game, a low-scoring game. Um, Cleveland pulling one out, 19-16. You're getting three and a half points of value on Jacksonville. Love this I don't pick. feel good about this. Just I, I don't like this Jacksonville team. I didn't like it last week with Pittsburgh. I said it. Peter, the Irish guy, came back and said he loved Jacksonville. I think he said... <laughs> 
ten and a half points. It was his lock of the week. That's why he's not on the show because he absolutely stinks at picking NFL games. It's true. Um, great at picking soccer teams, by the way. Phenomenal. He sent me some weird four-team parlay. I had no idea who PSG was or anything <laughs> like that. I didn't care. I was I was busy. I had things to do during the day. He's watching soccer. Um, yeah, I don't feel good about this. I, 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 don't, I don't know about you guys, but Mike Glennon is absolutely atrocious. The guy is 10 and 12 against the spread career as a starter. He's 6 and 16 straight up. Um, they might, I don't know if like Jags it. have embraced the tank. Uh, and, and by the way, I think the entire defensive staff, um, they, they were sent home uh, after a positive COVID test. So I don't know if that defense is going to be ready, but look, Florida, like anytime you go down to Tampa or you go down to Miami or Jacksonville, uh, funny things happen uh, in November, December, um, and maybe this is too many points and Cleveland just runs the ball, keeps it very low score. I, I, I'll tell you what, I really like the under here. I really, really like the under. Yeah. Big time. That's, that's, like if that. I'm playing this game, I'm taking the under. I'll say this. Yeah, Brett, a, uh, Brett, don't forget to make a play on the under on this one, too. Go ahead. <laughs> okay. Yeah. I, I'm just thinking uh, a Jacksonville Jaguars tank top with Embrace the Tank on it would sell like crazy in Jacksonville. I'm just saying. That's, wow. that's good merch. With Garza's bicep? He's a exactly. Big tank guy. Embrace the Tank. That's right. Embrace the Tank. I like it. All right, moving on. Maybe we uh, should start selling those. Maybe, why don't we start selling those shirts? <laughs> Mitch, are you, you got a, a, a screen printing press at your house? We need to absolutely. we need to start firing it up. No, absolutely. I already have it done. It's already done. <laughs> All right. All right. Uh, New England host Arizona this week. Arizona is a two and a half point road favorite at New England. That is something that you could not have said any time in the last twenty five years, basically. But here we are. It's a different year. The Patriots looked, as mentioned, basically terrible and lifeless against the Texans last week. Cam Newton can't throw the ball down the field. Uh, they can't get pressure on anybody, which is probably going to be a problem considering Kyler Murray will just run around and pick you apart. Uh, Two-and-a-half-point road favorite for Arizona against New England. What does the algo say about this one? And, Mitch, what do your eyes tell you about this New England team? From seeing them live up, up close and personal, uh, Cam Newton, his throws, I saw four or five throws that he just throws directly into the ground. Uh, I don't know if you guys saw that. Um, he telegraphs his pass. For somebody, what is he, like 6'5", six, 6'6"? Six, six? He's huge, like 6'6". Six, six. For somebody that's 6'6", six, six, it seems like he can't see over the offensive line. Because so many balls get battered up front. He telegraphs his passes. What I was really disappointed in Cam last week is that he didn't pull the ball down and use his feet. This is a problem that I've seen with Cam. Um, he just wants to be this pocket passer that he's not. And he's always done it. The games where New England has won is when he realizes that there's nothing there. There's a coverage sack. I'm going to pull the ball down. I'm going to run. I'm going to be decisive about it. I think Bill Belichick is going to work on that with him this week. I think he's going to say, you've got to pull, pull that ball down and run. He didn't run one time last week. I swear to God, I didn't right. see it. If it happened, I did not see it. He's got to do that. And so 
look, Arizona, clearly a much, much better team. These teams are going completely uh, different directions. Uh, New England is absolutely decimated um, by injuries and sit-outs due to COVID. I think Arizona is pretty healthy, um, you know, other than missing Peterson, uh, who's in concussion protocol. Um, they look really good, but he- here's the thing. Um, the Algo uh, has a really close game. Arizona pulling it out 28-27. This line is probably going to settle, you know, at three. It's at two and a half now. But if, even, if, even if not, I'll jump on New England plus the three. Um, look, Arizona, you know, they barely beat Buffalo. Um, they lost against uh, Seattle. I think, I think New England has a shot. I do. And everyone's going to go. Kyler's going to tear it up. Um, but here's the thing. The other, the other component of what I saw last week, the first possession for the Patriots was phenomenal. They ran the ball. They ran the ball, and that opened it up, and they passed. They stopped running the ball. I didn't understand. Yeah. They I totally, don't understand they, why they, they totally, stopped running the ball. Yeah, exactly. They gave up on the run. And they weren't even down. They weren't even down. They went straight. I remember, I think it might have been the second possession, third possession, Three straight incomplete passes. Yeah, they didn't run it one time. And and so again, um, to the NFL teams out there, I am available for situational coaching. I am available for hire. This is an easy call for me. New England wins the ball, wins the game when they run the ball, control the clock, and that's how they win. I don't know if they saw something different all of a sudden that they could not run against a Houston Texans defensive line, but they didn't have a problem with it the first drive. They ran it right down their throats. So if they can do that and do something very similar to what they did against Lamar Jackson, yeah. do something similar against Patrick Mahomes with a uh, Hoyer uh, backup quarterback, they can stay in this game. And this is in Gillette. So let's not forget that. 28-27, I'm, I'm going to buy that New England up to three, and, and I'm going to feel pretty good about it. Nice. they got to feed Damian Harris, the rookie running back at Alabama. That guy's a stud. And like you said, Cam's got to be able to pull the ball down and run. Like That's that's what takes the top off the defense. So I'm with you 100%, man. They abandoned the run early in the Houston game. They didn't even surpass 100 yards last week in rushing. Uh, Cam threw 40 passes. Like you said, he some of the six, seven balls went straight into the ground. Uh, I'm with you, man. Got to get that run game going. Wow. I can't believe we're betting on New England after what they did last week. Uh, Rex Bur- <laughs> I think Rex Burkhardt is out for the season or something. He's hurt. He is, but they just activated Sony Michelle, so I feel better oh, okay. about that. All right. Uh, Cam just has nobody to throw to, so you, you guys are right. I mean, it, even if he wanted to be a drop-back passer, he's got no no targets, no weapons. I don't like this bet, but I hate we ride bet, with the algo yeah. every week, and that's what we're going to keep doing. Let's move on. Uh, Minnesota at home after losing to the fucking Dallas Cowboys. Just pathetic. Uh, They're somehow a four-point favorite against Carolina. Is this line right? This just seems crazy. Carolina <laughs> Carolina laid a stinker last Oh, Carolina no, tore Carolina, up the Lions last week. Yeah, yeah. the Carolina shut out the Lions last week with a uh, backup quarterback, but looked great. I think it was 20 to nothing. Um, this Carolina team, they've been a little tough to, to put a read on, but they look tough. They go on the road to Minnesota, who, again, lost to the Dallas Cowboys at home last week. They may or may not have uh, Adam Thielen this week. 
for some reason, they're four-point favorites against Carolina. I don't understand it. Mitch, what does the algo say? Yeah, um, Carolina's been pretty good. I mean, they still don't have McCaffrey. They've got a good receiving core. They've got a good defense. Minnesota does not have a good defense. Um, I think Rule has enough uh, uh, NFL acumen, football acumen, whatever it is. And, and I'm, I, I, I'd, take, I'd take him um, over this Minnesota squad. Rule is incredible. Their defense, their, their defense is just not good. The Algo has Minnesota winning 26-23, to 23, so you're getting a point of value. But I got to tell you, I think Carolina even has a chance to sweep this one out and, and win this game. If there's a money line road dog, I would take uh, Carolina here. I think they've got a good shot at uh, at winning this game. They didn't have Teddy two gloves last week, and they laid a twenty point ass whipping on the Detroit Lions. Philip Walker is their starting quarterback. I've never heard of this guy. I think he's an arena he, league guy. Uh, he's the XFL. He was XFL. almost. He would have. He would have been the MVP of the XFL. This is the if thing. The league would have finished. That rule is incredible. If you could just drop an XFL player into your starting lineup and then just lay the smackdown on the Detroit Lions. Oh, nice WWE reference. Well done. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, I'm I'm so impressed with that I like guy. Carolina here, too. This line just seems wrong. I, I mean, did people not see the, the Dallas Cowboys with Andy Dalton beat you at home <laughs> last week, and you're going you're gonna to be favored against Carolina? I don't get and it. And Thielen failed like his it. COVID test this week, right, like you said. Oh, is that what it was? I just yeah. saw that he's questionable. Or, well, he had a, he know. he tested positive and then a negative, so they're going to do another test here towards the end of the weekend. If he passes, I suppose he could play, but uh, we'll see. Okay, uh, let's keep moving here. Here's a game that's not very interesting to me. Atlanta hosts Las Vegas. Atlanta, a three-point home dog to the Vegas Raiders, who look like a decent football team. Uh, they played very competitively with the Chiefs, unfortunately, the Chiefs still have Pat Mahomes, who's the best player in football, and uh, they would not lose the football game. But Vegas goes to Atlanta. Uh, Vegas, a three-point road favorite. Uh, it seems like Gruden sort of seems to know what he's doing with this team. They finally got it together. Uh, this is a team that may be up and coming, but they still have a beta male quarterback. Mitch, <laughs> what's the Algo say? Algo's got Vegas winning 28-23. to 23. And, you know, the betting public uh, has been all over Vegas the last, last few weeks. 61% of the money is coming in on Las Vegas. Um, I don't know about this game. I, I, I like I like Las Vegas a lot, um, but I also could see Vegas being up quite a bit and then the Falcons just screwing everything up and getting a backdoor cover. Um, I, I could see it happening. I feel like you know, that this game could be easy, but I don't know if the matchup is great for Las Vegas. I really don't. Um, I, I don't feel great about, uh, this, this game as a road favorite. Um, I think Atlanta could, could, could come in there and, and maybe get a backdoor cover. So it doesn't feel great, but, um, Diago's got Las Vegas covered. I like Vegas, man. It's fucking stink. They laid a stinker last week. Saints beat them 24, nine. Uh, yeah, I, I'm, I, I know that you uh, lean towards liking the Falcons, Mitch. It seems to be a trend, and I don't think you're wrong. I think they have the talent, but for whatever reason, man, they just seem to lose games they should win, and they seem to typically be whatever, the underdog they going stink. in just about every game. I agree totally. They stink. There's no, so, there's we'll no telling what's going to happen with Atlanta. Uh, Vegas seems like a more reliable, trustworthy team. Uh, let's move on. 
speaking of teams that absolutely stink, the New York Jets are 0-10. They host the Miami Dolphins, the team we've been betting on all season. The Dolphins kind of laid a stinker last week. Um, that being said, the Jets are awful. I was in New York this, over the weekend. And do you, I've never been around a team that's 0-10 before. <laughs> and it's just kind of heartbreaking. Like both the kids, both the Jets fans' kids that were at the at the Thanksgiving event that I was at. Yeah, one of them was wearing a Le'Veon Bell jersey, and the other was wearing a Sam Darnold jersey. Neither mm. of those two guys are even playing for the Jets. They stink. And then, like when they start losing, like their dad's like, "Ah, eh, that's good. We don't want them to win." <laughs> it's just got to be a heartbreaking scenario. Uh, the team in the nation's capital being that fucking bad, but they've got Adam Gase, which means they will continue to lose. Is there any chance Adam Gase leads the Jets to their first win over the Miami Dolphins, his former team? Dolphins a seven-point road favorite. Mitch, what's the algo say? And I'll just say this. I think people might be surprised by what they're about to hear. Hey, before you jump into this, Mitch, Micah, you need to get those kids Christmas presents. So the one wearing the quarterback jersey needs a Joe Flacco, and the one wearing the running back needs a Frank Gore. So that oh, would be their God. starting line. Nothing, nothing says young and upcoming team like Joe Flacco and Frank Gore. That's a, that's a yeah, two-headed monster. So the, there was an error when I sent you. Um, but uh, I was about to say. My, 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 Miami Dolphins winning 27-23. to 23 giving you four points of value on the Jets. I hate this game. I really do. Um, I hate it both ways. I don't like, again? I don't like, I don't like taking Miami minus seven. I don't like taking Jets plus seven, but um, look, I mean, they put up some points against a decent Chargers team last week. And I think those players, the guys that are still fighting for a contract and, and want to go play somewhere else, uh, they want to win, so you can you can tell people to tank all the time. Yeah, but I, I don't believe it. I, I I don't believe in the tanking. I think it. I think the Jets are just a bad football team. The most right? notable thing players... about this, the most notable thing is this is the first time the Algos picked against Miami, right? The entire season. You're right. Yeah, you're right. Mm. I, I actually we were traveling. We were when we were traveling down to Houston. Uh, Brosco, who was in the vehicle. Uh, our, our special guest star, he wanted to parlay uh, some team with Miami. I said, you hold off on that. Uh, Den- Denver can be tricky sometimes in mile high. Um, but look, yeah, it's a tough game. Um, you really want to bet it, go ahead. We are going to bet it because we bet every game and, and we do what the Algo says. I don't feel good about it either way. I just I, – this is – a clear stay away from me. I don't <laughs> exactly. Another week of betting on the sorry ass Jets, but uh, you know, Ugh. sometimes you got to do it. All right, let's move on to the other sorry ass team in New York, the Giants. They travel to Cincinnati. Cincinnati. Uh, okay, I, I have a, a pop quiz for you guys. Cincinnati has decided that they are going to start Brandon Allen instead of Ryan Finley. Finley came in after Joe Burrow got hurt. Went three for ten for. 30 yards and a pick and a 0.0 passer rating. Uh, can you guys tell me where Brandon Allen or Ryan Finley played college football? I he didn't. <laughs> Ryan is, Finley, is, Ryan yeah, Finley was a 2019 fourth-round pick out of NC State. He went 0-3 last year as a starter. Brandon Allen is 28 years old uh, and – is he Kyle Arkansas. Allen's uncle? 
I don't know, but he played at Arkansas. I had no idea. I had to look both those dudes up. They both stink, no matter who they are. Um, the Giants stink, too, but they are somehow five-and-a-half-point favorites on the road. And I guess that shows you how bad Cincinnati stinks. Shame on Cincinnati. Let me just start by saying that. We don't Agreed. talk too much about what happened last week, but this is a team that has not protected their quarterback all season. This was bound to happen. He's been knocked around, and and it's catastrophic for that franchise. They finally Losing have... Burrow to a knee injury in his rookie season, catastrophic is the only way you can describe that, Ugh, man. Absolutely brutal. Uh, but, Mitch, this is a brutal game. Let's not spend much time on it. What's the algo say? I don't know. We've done quite well with the Giants. Agreed. This season. I think they um, might win the so, NFC East. So, well, that's that, that's probably a, a definite. Yeah. Um, I I love. I really like this Giants team. I don't know why, but I I really do. They, you know, they don't even have Saquon this year. But um, Jones isn't making many mistakes, or at least he's making less of them. Yeah. And the Giants have a good defense. Jones um, runs well too. This is an. This, this is a game I'm probably going to play because um, I think their defense does enough uh, to get it done. And, and uh, Lialgo will certainly back up my opinion. The Giants, I, I can't believe that we're saying the Giants are laying five and a half points. That's just On the crazy road. to me. I don't think we ever thought that that would happen. But, um, you know, Joe Burrow starting, that probably makes a huge difference, right? I mean, it's, in, in my algorithm, it's about a seven-point differential. It should be. Um, so, um, but I also, I, I, it might be. But you know, in the way that I have this thing, it, it's seven points. But also on the defensive side of things, you know, these backup quarterbacks are going to make mistakes. They're going to cause turnovers. And Giants have enough, and it's going to set them up for short fields. So yeah. I really like the Giants here. Twenty-six nineteen is what the algo has. You're getting one and a half of value. Um, that game in now, I wouldn't be surprised if that thing went to seven. Yeah, I'm getting that bet in now. All right, get it in. Uh, here's a game. Sixty nine percent of the money is on the Giants, believe it or not. So we're not, we're not, uh, we're all, we're, not the we're only all ones. a bunch of suckers. Yeah, exactly. All right, seven games left still. Let's uh, move on. Buffalo host the L.A. Chargers. The Buffalo Bills, a five and a half point favorite at home. They should have won last week, but somehow lost, uh, thanks to the Hill Murray, as they're calling it. Um, but they struggled and do they do weird stuff. They, it is just an absolute roller coaster with Josh Allen at all times. Uh, but they're a pretty good team. The Chargers find a way to lose every week, and they are five and a half point road underdogs in Buffalo. Mitch, what's the algo say? Well, first off, Buffalo didn't play last week. Um, <laughs> just an FYI. Wait, who, uh, well, was not the Arizona two game? weeks ago? That was, that was two, two weeks, weeks ago? ago. Yes, sir. Oh, okay. Uh, all good. So they're, they're, it's all good. Um, I'm just here to tell you what's going on <laughs> in their uh, last game. So that was that 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 was two weeks ago. But you know the Chargers did play. I swear to God, I feel like we have gotten fucked by the Chargers <laughs> like every single week. Agreed. Um, you know we 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 did bet against them. We bet against the Chargers. Uh, against Miami because the Alga loves Miami. Um, but, you know, a few weeks back, uh, that brutal last-second play against the Rams, yep. uh, that was a letdown. Um, yeah, I mean, they, you know, they've killed us a few times, man. Uh, I don't I don't know what their deal is, but um, they've got a good offense. And 
Buffalo, their defense isn't as good as what people initially thought early in the uh, early in the season. Um, this is going to be a close game. Uh, the algorithm has Buffalo winning thirty-one to twenty-eight uh, with that five and a half point spread. You're getting two and a half of value on the Chargers. Um, I like the Chargers here. I do. I, I think this is too many points. I see this as a three-point game, and I like the number. Boy, Chargers again. Okay. All right. Uh, moving on. Indy hosts Tennessee. This is a game of two pretty good AFC teams. Tennessee coming off that big overtime win uh, against Baltimore where they just gave Derrick Henry the ball in overtime over and over and over again, and he ran it into the end zone. Uh, Tennessee, a three-and-a-half-point road underdog. So a lot of respect from Vegas for Indy. Uh, what does the algo say here? Well, um, I, I am a Tennessee fan, um, mm-hmm. you know, and some people say that Tennessee are a bunch of frauds. And after last week, and they pull an outright upset against Baltimore, are they frauds? Are Baltimore frauds? Look, this is NFL. Any, the NFL at any given Sunday. Um, they lost two weeks ago uh, on Thursday night football uh, to Indianapolis. And Indianapolis has proven that they are a legitimate contender. Um, I think the algo has been anti-Indy. I don't know if we've taken Indy once. I honestly don't. Um, in the algo. I'm looking back at the history. Um, we if had we Tennessee. have, it's not often. Uh, I'm looking at uh, I think the last time, although we had Indy against Baltimore. Yep. Um, we had Indy against Baltimore. That was the last time we took him. So we have we have taken him a few times. Diablo has Tennessee winning 26-25. I actually think this is a really good matchup. Uh, this is a good football game. Um, Indianapolis playing three and a half here. Um, I don't see um, Tennessee making the same mistakes. That, that Thursday night football game was a very close game, and it just got away from them. There was just a play or two, and it just completely set the tone. And then they got out of their running game, and they started passing, and it, it, it just it, it wasn't working. Tennessee was at the half. Think, they just got spanked in the second half. Yeah, it was just a couple of bad plays. Yeah. Um, I think they might have went for it on fourth down, left them with a the short field, and, and, then, and then it was game over for them. Um, so I, I like Tennessee uh, to come away, actually, with a victory and, and ride the algo. I cannot see them losing to the Colts twice in one season. Um, so watch for Vrabel to get his team on track. You're getting a ton of value here, 4.5. Um, I think this is too big of a number. Even at three and a half, they lose by you know a field goal. You're, you're still going to cover on a half a point. I might buy this thing up to four and just feel better about it. Nice. Feel better about it, yeah. The only thing I have to say is it's it's basically it's a matchup of opposites. You've got a great defense in Indy and a shitty defense in Tennessee and a great offense in Tennessee. Indy's de- offense has just been kind of hit or miss with, uh, I don't know. They're just not that fun to watch. Uh, so, yeah, it makes sense why we like Tennessee. they got good offense, and that's fun to watch. Sprinkle, 75% sprinkle. of the betting public on Tennessee. A lot of mm-hmm. money. Uh-oh. We better place that bet now because that seems like more money's coming in on Tennessee. Let's keep moving, though. Uh, San Francisco hosts the L.A. Rams. This is a division game. San Francisco's still beat up, although getting some players back. Uh, the Rams have looked like a legit Super Bowl contender in some ways, that defense especially. 
Mm. Rams are, am I reading this line right? Because I'm seeing San Francisco by seven. Uh, but that can't be correct, right? That's not correct. I'm sorry. It's actually the home team uh, are the Rams. So um, oh, okay. that was a mistake on my part, what you guys are looking at. That so sounds about just, right. Rams by seven well, at home against San Francisco. Correct. Yeah, so it's exactly. Um, 20 to 16, this is going to be a close, close game. San Fran uh, coming off a uh, bye week. I think they had uh, 30 players on the injured list this season. Um, here's the other thing. I really like the Rams. I think they are legit Super Bowl contenders. I know that's crazy to say, but I think they've got a good defensive back. They've got a, probably one of the best defensive lines. Um, and Goff has looked good. He's got enough weapons to throw to. I, I like this Rams team. I really do. Um, but guess what? San Fran, uh, they've won three in a row against a less rested team. Uh, they've coming off a, a short week. Um, and the Niners have covered in seven of the last ten as underdogs. These games have been close. Um, we had, uh, you know, San Fran obviously beat up, and, and but I think Mullins is going to be able to do enough to hang around. This is a close game. Um, it'll be an under game, twenty to sixteen. We're getting three of value on San Fran, and, and we'll ride San Fran here. Boy, okay. I know I ukes out uh, on COVID as well. Their rookie receiver, who's a, a super you love him. Talent. You mention him every single week. He's great, man. He just yeah, he can't get on the field because of COVID. This is like his second game to uh, to miss due to COVID protocol. So uh, it is what it is. All right, moving on. Denver uh, back at home at Mile High hosting New Orleans, which we uh, I guess we would assume will be Taysom Hill again. Uh, New Orleans looked great last week, although against uh, inferior competition. Denver did get that win at mile high. Always trick-or-treat. The Drew Locke experience is uh, interesting. We'll just say that. I don't know what the weather's like in Denver this weekend. I have seen some snow there over the last couple days. Uh, New Orleans, a a five-and-a-half-point road favorite at mile high. And, boy, does the Algo have a strong opinion on this one. Mitch, tell us about it. This This is the biggest game of the week according to the algo with the uh biggest variance and uh, positive um, value on new orleans 28 to 14 in mile high um i do think they're absolutely going to murder this team i do um this is a very complete football team um they're great on defense phenomenal at defense which is why you know the algo has uh denver only getting to 14 points um, there's just too many weapons on New Orleans, and, and Taysom Hill can get it done both of his legs, and he can clearly throw the ball. This is an easy game. Um, I'll certainly be riding uh, the Algo here, and you've got 56% of the betting public on the Saints. They, they just look too good right now. Yeah. My only hesitancy is what we just discussed with Miami. Denver at home is tricky. Um, Time out. But I'm with you. Time out. I, I think they Time should out. start James we, in New Orleans, to be honest, but we, whatever. We can't. We can't compare Miami's offense yeah. to New Orleans' offense. You just can't do it. Um, That's fair. And this is so. Look, the Dolphins have been good, but New Orleans is a much better football team. Okay, I'm with you. I like it. Moving on, uh, three more games here. Tennessee hosts Kansas City. This is a 
uh, high. In, I mean, th- this will be a high visibility <laughs> game. A lot of hype for this one. Uh, probably the game of the day on Sunday. Tampa Bay, Tom Brady hosting the Kansas City Chiefs. The Chiefs are three and a half point favorites. Uh, Tampa has been, you know, Brady has just not looked great uh, of late, but we could expect him to bounce back. Does the greatest of all time have a chance against the greatest of right now against the Chiefs? It's only the Chiefs are only three and a half point road favorites. The Algo has a strong opinion on this one as well. Mitch. Well, um, I really like uh, Kansas City here. I personally think Tom Brady hasn't had much success against Mahomes. Um, Tampa's a good football team. I like Tampa. They're they are a good good football team. Um, I really like their defense. I think they made some great plays last week, and and it came down to a drive that Tom Brady had an opportunity to win that football game, um, and even push on the cover. So. Um, he kept that team in the game and it felt like just the Rams were completely in control the whole game. I don't know about you, but you know, we were on the Rams. I love the Rams. I never sweated that game one time. Did you? Nah, I felt good about Rams over Bucks. Felt good about it. Yeah. I, I, I felt good about it before we put that in. You guys asked, I was like, Hey, yeah, let's, let's add another zero to that bet. And, uh, (laughs) I felt really good about it. Tampa. Yeah. Again, they're, they're a good football team. Um, but Kansas City just is, is too much for them. Um, and look, I mean, you look at Vegas, um, they hung in there against KC. Uh, I just, I just don't, I don't see Tampa doing the same thing. I think this is going to be a blowout. KC wins by 10 points. Diago has the Chiefs winning 33 to 23, giving you six and a half of value. Um, they're just not even going to – I think whatever pressure Tampa is going to be throwing at Mahomes, he's going to be able to get it with his speed. And Agreed. This is going to be this, – this is the best running quarterback. I don't think Tampa has faced a running back, running quarterback all year. Hmm. Well, we'll see if that Tampa defense can make enough plays, get a couple turnovers to keep this one close. But uh, I like the Chiefs here too. This seems like – they, they're a touchdown better than Tampa. And at three and a half, you're getting some value. The Algo likes KC by 10. All right, two more games. The Sunday Nighter, Green Bay hosts the awful Chicago Bears. Uh, Green Bay, an eight and a half point. Is this a home favorite or a road favorite? I don't know where this game is. Looks like the number's a little off here. Um, but I'm seeing an eight and a half point line here. Uh, this is a division game, but, I mean, Chicago's just dreadful. Uh, Mitch, what's the Algo say? Yeah, so it is uh, Green Bay's at home, uh, and they are laying eight and a half, right, um, naturally. So this is a close on the Algo. It actually has Green Bay winning 29 to 20. Um, laying eight and a half, you're getting 0. 0.5 of value. Um, I might feel better about teasing this game down or something like that. This is, this is a big number. Um, but 57% of the betting public uh, on Green Bay naturally – um, this could be a closer game than what people think. Um, I, 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 don't, I don't feel good about this game. This is a weird number for me, hmm. honestly. But. Bears are coming off bye, right? Yeah, that's what it looks like. I mean, in their last game, yeah. they scored 13 points versus the Vikings, and the Vikings have had shaky defense. I don't know, man. I feel like Green Bay is just going to wreck these fools. I don't know where 20 points comes from out of that shitty-ass Bears offense, but uh, respect, man. I'm, re- I'm ready to ride Packers all, all day. Love it. 
All right, and then we're finally here at the Monday night game. Uh, Philadelphia, the terrible, terrible, pathetic Philadelphia Eagles <laughs> host Seattle, uh, licking its wounds from, well, it just, I, I don't know. They've been through a bit of a tough stretch here. Seattle is a five-and-a-half-point road favorite against a Philly team that just doesn't seem to be able to do anything. But the Algo may disagree with me, Mitch. Tell me about it. Yeah, I don't like the Algo here at all. I really don't. Um, but the Algo has uh, Seattle winning 25-21. That four-point margin gives you one-and-a-half points of value on Philly uh, hmm. at home. So this is going to be a rather close one. Uh, according to the algorithm. Look, last week we had Philly uh, winning outright. I think it was a three-point spread or two-and-a-half-point spread against Cleveland, and um, it wasn't that far off. You know, although Cleveland, I think, won, what was it, like 22-17, to 17, some weird score like that. Um, it, it, it was pretty close. They had a chance to cover. Um, I don't feel good about this. Seattle that. should be – a Seattle should be a better team. This this almost feels like a time that uh, Russell Wilson bounces back. Um, Eagles are are dealing with more injuries. Wentz is an absolute disaster. I, I don't understand. He's a dumpster fire. I mean, yeah, I, I don't know what you do in that situation. Um, I, I, I'll be honest. I, I I don't know if I'm riding the algo here. Yeah. Um, you know, we're, we're going to have our algo uh, betting picks, and and it's going to take it. But with with my with my real bets, now that this isn't real, yeah, I think I think I might take Seattle here. Well, the other thing too is I, Seattle's I, coming off a Thursday nighter, and they're playing now on Monday, so they've got you know ten, eleven days, whatever the number is of rest too. Pete Carroll coming into Philadelphia, I think they just fuck these dudes up. But it is what it is. Algo rides Eagles, and so do we. I love it. That's what's up. That's what's up. I couldn't have said better myself. And that's what's up for the week. Hopefully we bounce back. We got a lot more games on the on the docket than we did last week, even though we were a little cold. We're going to be back. I feel it. I'll go. Yeah. Everybody, we're back, thank baby. You. Thank you for joining us. We will be back with uh, some more stuff later this week. Maybe Brad and I will get one Friday or something to break down the Thursday games. There's a lot of college football stuff going on this weekend, a lot of COVID. Let's talk college football. College basketball sure. actually starts tonight. We don't have time to talk about it, but that's a thing, <laughs> okay. uh, which is another dumpster fire. Everybody's got COVID all over the place. Um, check out Micah, Micah's Read of the Week. It's the Hallow- It's the Thanksgiving food extravaganza. So check it Ooh. out if you're Micah knows food to, to make something before tomorrow. And until next time, let's play that music and get out of here. Call that hotline, 800-392-6344. Till next time, mm, bye-bye. Thanks for listening. See you, boys.